Hey, it's Cindy Howes from the podcast Basic Folk, where we have honest conversations with folk musicians. Check out our very special 250th episode featuring an interview and performance with Basic Folk co-host Lizzie No. I feel like most women I know have an experience where they've been working and working and working to perform and to execute and to please everyone else, and then things sort of fall apart a little bit in some way or another. And partying can actually be a really important step towards getting free because it shows you where you need to fall apart and being on the dance floor, like in community with Mm. other women and Mm -hmm. in community with queer people. Mm -hmm. Like for me, those experiences have been so important. This time, Lizzie is on the other side of the mic talking about and performing songs from their brand new album, Half Seas. Basic Folk's 250th episode with Lizzie No is streaming now on the Bluegrass Situation Podcast Network. Join us there or wherever you get podcasts. From BGS and Osiris Media, you're listening to The Shift List, where chefs talk about the music that fills their kitchens, restaurants, and recipes. I'm Chris Jacobs. This week on the show, Chef Katie Button. Katie Button is at the helm of two restaurants in Asheville, North Carolina, the lively and authentic Spanish experience at Curate, the nationally acclaimed Tapas restaurant, and Button & Co. Bagels, influenced by Katie's upbringing in New Jersey. The chef Katie took a winding road to open her restaurants in Asheville, first pursuing science degrees at Cornell and earning her master's degree in biomedical engineering in Paris. But realizing that a life in science wasn't for her, she changed course to the culinary field, starting as a server at one of Jose Andres' restaurants in Washington, D.C., volunteering on her days off to work at his avant-garde restaurant mini bar to help prep in their kitchen, since she didn't have any professional cooking experience. Being in the kitchen made her realize that it was the place that she wanted to be most, so from there she got a position in the kitchen at New York's Jean Georges in their pastry kitchen as an intern. From there, she moved out to L.A. to work at The Bazaar by Jose Andres, and that following summer, she landed a position in the pastry kitchen at El Bulli, Chef Ferran and Albert Adria's legendary three-Michelin-star restaurant in Spain. It was there that she met her husband, Felix, and together they moved to Asheville to open a restaurant with her parents, where they eventually opened Curate in 2011. The classic Spanish tapas restaurant received instant attention and accolades from mentions in the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times and earning status as a nominee for the James Beard Foundation's Rising Star Chef Award in 2014, semifinalist for Best Chefs in America in 2015, and a nominee for Best Chef Southeast 2018 and 2019. A driven entrepreneur and multifaceted chef, I was pleased to speak with Chef Katie after a recent shift at Button & Co. Bagels in Asheville. My name is Katie Button, and I am the executive chef of Curate, which is a Spanish tapas restaurant, and Button & Company Bagels, our most recent venture um, into the world of bagels, which is where we are right now. And let's see, I live in Asheville, North Carolina. Where are you from originally? I was born in South Carolina in Conway, and we lived in Greenville when I was a little girl, but then I grew up in New Jersey. Okay. So you came back to uh, North Carolina through, via, via Jersey and other places. Yes, exactly. Like. Yeah. Right. I uh, grew up, my mother ran a catering business out of my home, hence a passion for food and love of food. And then I went and studied engineering at Cornell, got a master's degree in Paris, got into a PhD program, 
dropped out of my PhD program before I even started and then started working in restaurants because I realized I was miserable and wanted to be happy and pursued my passion in food. Worked for Jose Andres in DC, then in LA, and then had the opportunity to go and um, live in Rosas in Spain, in Catalonia, and worked at El Bulli for Ana Adria's restaurant. It was the number one restaurant in the world for five years. And then after that, um, I worked there for two seasons and then came back here and we, with my husband and both of my parents, is a big family business, and we opened Corte. So the Spanish influence is that a, an important part of the music and the culture at Curate in Asheville, North Carolina? It's not, you know, I uh, not in the music. I mean, sometimes we'll play some playlists, you know, with some Spanish guitar influence and things in our private dining room. But in the main dining room, it's not. My husband, who's from Spain, his whole thought on that is like he doesn't want people when they think of Spain to only think of bullfights and flamenco. Like, you know, like. To him, that is not Spain, right? And not what he loves about his country. Yeah. So he, and you know, I don't know. He's, Talk more about that, because I think that's really interesting as far as like restaurant design and concept and like the vibe that you set. Like, I think that's, well, that's something really that doesn't, we, we don't talk about a lot. Exactly. And so, and we really wanted the, at Curate the vibe to be fun, interactive, and with you have the noise of the kitchen. We have this big open mm-hmm. kitchen. And so the music, we really wanted to fit with that. And uh, we didn't want it to feel themed. Hmm. There's an important thing about doing something authentic and then making it feel like you're in Disney World, right? <laughs> so I think, you know, we, we started out and we used to play like indie rock music that Felix and I loved to listen to. And yeah. it was like, back in 2001, you know, what, right? what would that have been in 2011 uh, if you can go back that far? I mean, I mean, we've been like, I don't know. I feel like, let me think. I think there's some MGMT and yeah. some, uh, some uh, um, uh, Arcade Fire's Arcade been there forever. Fire the list, yeah. so, um, but that definitely <laughs> sets a different type of, of expectation as soon as you walk in the door. Yes. So, so I, I, you, you uh, mentioned that you talked to some of your staff because because what's give me the the day-to-day sure you know um the day-to-day for you the day-to-day for them kind of you know and do you want to talk more about curate or do you want to talk about here or or does it just talk about about a little bit so go ahead you know the the day-to-day like for me is from the moment i get up in the morning with my kids and then i'm like running around from you know 8.30 in the morning till the end of the day until I go home and try to get dinner and figure things out because now I have two small children. So my life is very different than when we were first starting mm-hmm. out in our restaurants and, and opening and closing the whole thing. and Probably um, more structured, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so my day is a little bit more running between restaurants, talking to my teams, mm-hmm. helping manage. So, but I'm not, you know, um, sometimes I might work an event or expedite, but I rarely get the opportunity to sit in the prep kitchen with them and Mm -hmm. like listen to music and, you know, um, and work side by side with them. That's, that's changed. That's different. yeah. Yeah. So now, you know, what it's like in our kitchens for them, we have teams that come in in the morning, like at the bagel shop, they'll come in at like six in the morning. At Corte, it's like seven and they work and do their prep stuff until 
um, after the lunch period, and then the PM crew will come in and do the PM shift over there. Because um, Curate is open for lunch, lunch and, and dinner, dinner and yeah. here at the bagel shop, it's breakfast, breakfast and, and lunch. Breakfast and lunch, yeah. Great. So They kind of dovetail into each other. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. So... You know, and actually, in both of our restaurants, we have open kitchens. So in the open kitchen environment, the staff, unfortunately, doesn't get to choose the music. They have to kind of just... I mean, they in the bagel shop, they have more influence. We're more flexible. Yep. At the bagel shop, we're like kind of whatever we want to put on and I was waiting downstairs fun. we had we had the kinks on one side Lola right. and some Beatles and yes. stuff that's familiar but still critically good yes exactly <laughs> exactly they're trying to hit somewhere yeah. in there but but they might you know get bored and then switch over to something entirely different it'll be otis redding or something the yeah. next day but um but bright yes bright yes. breakfast Fun. yeah lunch. yes yeah. that's that's the idea yeah. um but in our prep kitchens at curate and here they can play music and we let them kind of alternate yeah who takes the reins and not one person is in charge no yeah Otherwise, they would all go crazy. So <laughs> so they kind of alternate. And I asked them today, you know, when I knew I was going to be talking to you about this, I was like, what are you guys listening to on a daily basis? Yeah. And I'll come in and hear them all, like, singing together like, while they're prepping. And that happened today. I walked in, and they were listening to Jason Derulo, Want to Want Me. And, like, the whole kitchen is, like, singing. It was pretty funny. And then um, a few others that they said that top out on their normal charts. Um, Bruno Mars. Okay. That's what I like. Keep the energy up. Yep. It, they're all, it's all high energy stuff. Yeah. ABBA. Yeah. Dancing Queen. One of my sous chefs, uh, you know, uh, plays Run the World um, by Beyonce like <laughs> almost every week. And... Um, I also heard Hold On by Wilson Phillips today, so, um, oh. which is another <laughs> So that's what the, it's, it's got to be fun, mm -hmm. singable, energetic. Yeah. That's what they're playing. So um, uh, when you're walking into Curate at, at like 8 p.m. and it's packed on a Friday night, um, what do you typically like to hear you know honestly when i'm in service i have this weird thing i like can't hear yeah I except bet. for what's going on like right in front doesn't of doesn't matter what else is going on around no you. no when i will listen to music is i'll hear it in the, like when i'm hearing it in the prep kitchen mm -hmm. i remember once so i'm also like when i was in i'm a big fan i when i was in um high school and kind of the what and through college i was a huge like early modest mouse fan and Archers of Loaf and Built to Spill and like those bands are like my um, and um, Dinosaur Jr. and um, They Might Be Giants. I listened to like all that stuff and, and loved it. And um, and once I came into uh, the kitchen and one of my sous chefs was playing Soul Copping and I just like high fived him. Pixies were anyway. Anytime anybody plays anything from that, uh, from that, you know, I don't know, kind of category in any of those bands, I really freak out. Do any <laughs> of the sous chefs do, do they do they seem surprised when you're like, yes, this is my stuff? Oh yeah, totally. They, because uh, because I'm usually just like very kind of serious and in my work. <laughs> it's 
um, so when they realize and uh, and and connect, I remember one of my former prep cooks um, was talking about it with somebody, and they were talking about music, and I, I don't know, they were saying, I wonder what Chef likes to talk to, listen to, and I walked in the room, and he was like, oh, Chef's a rocker. <laughs> he was like, he was like, like, you don't know it, but... Alternative <laughs> underground indie rocker. Yes, that's exactly Because you're right. talking about Modest Mouse before they even had that Oh hit. my God, yes, before like Moving had... Antarctica, I loved, and Lonesome Crowded West, I'm like, yeah. Eating stuff with and the paper plane course you great <laughs> that's, my, that's my jam so do you have any any good memories uh like musical memories of of some of the other restaurants you worked in like when you were when you were over in spain or when you're with with uh with jose or anything like that what, what, what were the what was the culture like in in those those kitchens there was no music yeah i mean when i was working um at lb there was no music it was very focused like they wouldn't let you listen to music i don't even think there was music in the dining room at el Bulli. Hmm come to think about it. Hmm. Actually, the um, he, I'm glad we're talking about this because then you remember things. Yeah. The um, So one of the most amazing, there were two partners that brought El Bouilly into existence. Julie Soler, who was the maitre d' and one of the head guys, he's the main reason that El Bouilly ever came about. Hmm. And he's the one who really pushed Ferran Adria, the famous chef, to go study and learn. And Julie was a Rolling Stones fanatic like hardcore rolling stones so he would if he, if he wasn't like i think sometimes he would be playing it but most of the time he'd be singing rolling <laughs> stones so it was uh um it, that that is my memory from spain it was just singing the rolling stones yes. Asheville's a great music city. I know. I'm, I'm discovering. It's wonderful. Well, I mean, we've seen some great um, uh, groups play here, and I've just been floored. It's growing a lot. I mean, when I when we moved here in 2011, there were like the restaurant scene was was beginning. There were some restaurants and things that, and obviously a culture of a love of food and supporting the farmers markets that was already here. I mean, that's why we were like, okay, we can do this here. But since we moved and opened, the number of different unique concepts that have been created since then, it's really cool. There's How big is Asheville? Do you know? 85,000 okay. population. But there's this vibe of I don't know, craftsmanship in like, you know, the musicians, the artists, the brewers, distillers, mm. beekeepers, you know, uh, potters, glass blowers. It's cool. Um, flower miller, like, and the flower yeah. millers, like the, the things that people kind of geek out on and do really well um, is amazing. Thanks to Katie Button, chef and owner of Curate and Button and & Company Bagels in Asheville, North Carolina. Head to our link in the podcast page at thebluegrasssituation.com to check out her playlist and visit katiebuttonrestaurants.com for links to both restaurants, as well as signed copies of her first book, Curate, Authentic Spanish Food from an American Kitchen. The Shift List is produced by me, Chris Jacobs. Our executive producer is Amy Reitenauer, with help, as always, from the entire BGS team, including associate editor Justin Hiltner, marketing guru Joseph Klingel, and all the amazing writers and contributors that make BGS the best source for Roots culture redefined. 
Special thanks to RJB and Nick Sejas over at Osiris Media. Check out their entire roster of music and culture podcasts over at OsirisPod.com. If you love The Shift List, please leave us a review or rating over at iTunes.com slash The Shift List. I'm Chris Jacobs. Thanks for listening.